0: Tapes and Scouts. A
1: podcast where two friends review every single movie they watch.
0: Everybody, welcome to Tapes
1: and Scowls, the only podcast On the internet. That's right. You may hear other fake podcasts telling you that they also exist. Actually, they don't. It's just us out here.
0: That's right. We are the only podcast. We are the pioneers of the format. We also invented the website YouTube.com.
1: That's right. That was all us. Nobody else has ever been on that thing. Uh, That's all just fake, fake news and pretend links and whatnot.
0: You're actually strapped to some kind of a device with things hooked up to your brain and you're imagining all of this except for us we are real and we're the only thing you're allowed to watch that's the rules Like clockwork orange but like way less impressive
1: but instead of helping you escape the hellish nightmare world that you're trapped in we just watch movies and let you know if they're good or not that's it sorry i'm not a freedom fighter
0: no if your brain was more interesting you would have probably come up with a otter fantasy but this is what you got but hey we're
1: at least Canadian sexy. We are Canadian sexy. So there's that. Yeah, girl. Movies. Movies. I got two, you got two. You want to talk about them? Um, Might as well. All right, well, I don't know. You end. I end <laughs> interestingly.
0: All right, well, we'll let you end interestingly. All right, then. 2016's the movie year that I watched one from. Sure did. Moana. 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 Watch this on September the Deuce 2023. It is one hour and 43 minutes long. It's an animation family film directed by Ron Clements and John Musker. The Musker. Yeah, starring Aloui Carvalho, Dwayne Johnson, and Alan Tudyk. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, your summary on this one. Ancient Polynesia, when a terrible curse incurred by demigod Maui, reaches Moana's island, she answers the ocean's call to seek out the demigod and set things right. I've never seen this one. I hadn't either. Okay. So we're going back and kind of watching a bunch of Disney films because we started playing the trading card game, Lurkana. And there's a few Disney films I hadn't watched. Frozen was one of them. Okay. So it's been kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, I guess I should probably catch up on some of these or revisit some old favorites that, you know, I haven't watched in decades.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: (laughs) So pretty neat chance to do that. This definitely is one of the best contemporary Disney films I've seen. Nice. It's lean. It's mean. There's not a wasted minute in this film. The songs are top freaking notch. Not a surprise though, with our old buddy Lin Manuel Miranda coming into play here with a lot of the music. Work Dude can on this music, one. unbelievably so. I think they've kind of gotten past the clunkier looking CG, and now the CG smoothed out. I still don't like it as much as the the hand animation, but I know I'm just never going to get that again, so sure. I should just get it out of my brain. But it looks good. It's a really compelling story. Really cool to check out. I had fun. It was, I mean, there's really no other way to say it, you know? Like, the songs were very catchy and very lovely. The story moved smoothly. The characters were all really fun and interesting. It just made sense. It was a good adventure film. Like, it was sleek, and it was kind of a return to that Disney form. It was just very much like, let's make this as trimmed down and to the point as possible. And, I mean, one hour and 43 minutes a pretty trim runtime. Especially nowadays. Yeah. So I was really impressed with this one. We'll have a whole heck of a lot to say. Alan Tudyk is a chicken.
1: Nice. I so will throw that out there. Yeah, Alan Tudyk. Yeah. What about,
0: uh, what about the Rock? Is he a rage-a-hall? He is, uh, he is the demigod Maui. Oh. So he's got a big hook. That's what he's looking for, because that gives him his powers. Oh. So it's pretty cool. He tries to steal a
1: boat. That's fun. And he's
0: big, and he's covered in animated tattoos, mostly of himself and his deeds. Oh,
1: that's fun. Yeah, it's really cool. Cool character. I, I just know that in Lorcana, he'd just attack. He oh, he yeah. has to attack. Rush and reckless. That's right. That's Rush right. and reckless. He can't quest. He cannot quest. He cannot He's quest.
0: just here to fight. He's just here tonight. And he does. <sighs> he big stats. Mm-hmm. Any rock
1: bottoms in this? Hey, people's elbows. People's elbows? People's, people's elbows. elbows. Nice. Yeah. Very fun. Got the... <sighs> 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 yeah. Wow. That's <laughs> threatening when you do it. Yeah. That's not. No, no, I'm scared. Uh, are you?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least somebody is. It's me. IMDb gives us a 7.6 out of 10. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 288 critics. I thought that'd be more. 95%. Nice. Yeah. Audience, 50,000 plus. Plus. 89%. I thought that'd be more too. Yeah, I did too. (laughs) I'm coming in with the critics here. 9.5 out of 10 for this one. Wow. Wow. Awesome. If that's you're going so for cool. a Disney animated that's in like a contemporary, you're not going to do better with music. You're not going to do better with the look. You're not going to do better with the story. That's so cool to hear. Yeah. Really good. Very good. Yeah. I think you'd appreciate it a lot. Plus, it's got a wrestler in it. So it's
1: got a wrestler in it's it. Got the wrestler. wrestler rule. That's
0: right. I beat you to it this time. That's rare. That's well, rare. it's not Roddy Piper. I'm usually not beating you to it. That's true. <laughs> well, I got a movie. Oh, a movie.
1: It's got a wrestler in it. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Damn, I really wish my next one did. Oh, goodness. Uh, it's actually another documentary. Oh, wrestling documentary. Yeah, I know. There's two of them in recent memory. Ooh. Two newer ones, so I had to do them both. I was excited. I knew this one was coming. As uh, from 2023's American Nightmare, Becoming Cody Rhodes. Oh, I am familiar with this one. Yes. I watched this on September 5th, 2023. It is two hours flat. That's your IMDb minutes. Your genre is documentary, directed by Matt Brain. Good name. Starring Cody Rhodes, Stephen Amell, and Michelle Runnels, amongst a million people. I'm sure. And all the wrestlers. <laughs> IMDb, movie. Wrestlers <laughs> are not people. And the wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of them are, but some of them aren't. So That was great. IMDb movie summary. <laughs> documentary following the career of professional wrestler Cody Rhodes. From leaving WWE to his eventual return to WrestleMania and his journey chasing the WWE championship, a feat his father, Dusty, never accomplished. Womp womp. I have one bullet point, and it's something I definitely want to say, and it's something you would appreciate, Max, is WWE's production on everything they do is insanely good. Nice. This looks so good. Good. Awesome. They put in the time. I mean, even when you watch like live pay per views, they usually do a clip recapping the whole thing at the end of the pay per view, including the last moment that happened 10 seconds prior is in there. Like they cut shit so quick. Everything looks seamless. It is. Wild, awesome. The talent of the production team. So if you don't know the story of Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes was a wrestler. His father was Dusty Rhodes, one of the biggest wrestlers of the 70s into the 80s. Oh, no question. Multiple time champion, NWA, WCW champion, but never a WWE champion. And Vince did not really treat him great when he was in the WW, then WWF, because he didn't create him. That was somebody else's guy. I can't push that guy.
0: Which is a shame.
1: It is a shame. This is the American dream, right? The American dream. Yep. He put him in polka dots to try to embarrass him. Legit. But Cody came in and uh, eventually started very young. He's one of the younger wrestlers to start, probably like 18 or 19 when he started. And it covers all of that. It covers him wanting to learn how to wrestle. He actually was an amateur wrestler to where people would... You would hear dads in the crowd go beat Dusty Sun and like all these things. He's like, dude, can't... I have a name like... Right. And Cody's very... Uh, fascinating person we wouldn't have AEW right now the rival to WWE if it wasn't for Cody Rhodes oh wow so what you may not know if you don't follow pro wrestling is Cody Rhodes was Stardust this gimmick which was playing off a Gold Dust his brother's character
0: uh, okay, I was wondering where that fit in.
1: Yes, Goldust is his brother, Dustin Rhodes. So they ended up winning the tag team titles together with Dusty in their corner. It was a really beautiful moment. I remember that. And it was, Dusty ended up working for the WWE. He was in their developmental uh, company NXT. All the people that are on your TV now and are world champion, Dusty trained and wow. taught them how to talk. That was the big thing. He would teach them promo class. Oh, wow. Because Dusty could talk about anything. He'd like, tell me about this sandwich. And he'd be like, do a promo about a sandwich, and he'd he'd nail it. That's awesome. So he taught everybody how to talk, because most of these guys are big jock kind of guys, maybe coming from other sports, like a football background, and they don't know. Not all, a lot of them don't know how to it's speak.
0: funny how... Cutting a promo is so integral to your success as a
1: wrestler. There are people who suck at wrestling that have had the world handed to them because they can cut a promo. Absolutely. Hulk Hogan, as fun as he is, was not the best wrestler by a long shot. Oh, no. He was... Big, he had the, the charisma, he did the American-themed promos, and he was red-hot. You couldn't get any more red-hot, damn <laughs> red it, hot than Hulk Hogan in the 80s. But basically, what Cody did was he did the Stardust gimmick, and he hated it. He hated it. There was no—they didn't want to push him any farther, and he felt like he deserved it. He put up with it for as long as he could until he couldn't take it anymore. He asked for his release. He leaves. Now, he's friends with other wrestlers and other companies, so what he decides to do is he's going to go on a world tour, and I remember this because I saw him— when this happened. Uh, He came to a Ring of Honor show I went to. Oh, cool. So he was going around winning other people's championships. He's like, the indies aren't scary anymore. You go out and you put in the work and you go meet everybody. And he would go meet the fans. And he did this big, long tour where he went around. And basically, he got everybody's good graces. Now, him and the people that would eventually start AEW, that all happened because Cody started this one pay-per-view, which is unheard of. Got the money. Got the backing. They sold out Madison Square Garden. Holy shit. No one besides WWF has ever sold out Madison Square Garden. That's wild. So they did it off of just... The internet buzz And all that kind of stuff Wow So all of those wrestlers Including some of the Japanese people They brought over That was the reason That worked And it was very cool So they even talk About AEW They talk about it They use footage From his personal footage Because they don't want To use their footage Right And then they talk They mention it And I like Good you need to mention it Don't just pretend There's not another company Which they like to do Yes So he comes back He leaves AEW He needs to win the belt That Dusty never won And I won't tell you Whether or not He's done it yet If you don't follow wrestling but my wife was captivated watching this because they get to Wrestlemania. He's fighting Roman Reigns. For the belt, Roman Reigns has been champ at that point like two years or something. What year is this approximately? Do you know? If I answer some of these questions, you'll know whether or not he won. Okay. (laughs) So I'm going to ignore that. Question ignored. (laughs) Question ignored. So it was last year's Wrestlemania. Okay. So not very. Long so ago so at all. It, it, this went up to fairly current. Yeah, I can do
0: dusty roads, but then you start talking about Roman Reigns. It's like I know who he is, but right. I know nothing of when he is. Sure. Because I lose all all perspective.
1: A lot of these guys, the NXT stuff, sorted like. 2015 2016 and a lot of these guys were indie guys that they built up it's triple h's baby it's a whole thing right but uh vince likes creating people where triple h is like just get the guy that's good and let them do what they do yeah definitely two different schools of thought there and who says they're both wrong or right
0: they not. Everybody's going to be wrong or right at different times, right? That's
1: right. Well, Vince is crazy. There's no denying well, that. He's been crazy since I watched wrestling. That's right. Yeah. But I could talk about wrestling for an eternity. I won't. So just know that this was very captivating. My wife, who does not care, had a good time watching this. That speaks a lot, right? It's it just, does. You know, trying to pull somebody into an entire world and actually like make them care is tough. Absolutely. So IMDb gave it a 7.8 out of 10. Rotten Tomato Critics... There is no score. It's so new as of when I wrote this down, there was only one in. Where did which you Which was very this? positive. It's on Peacock. Okay. Which is where you watch the pay-per-views in America. Okay. I didn't even know that anymore, so yeah. there you go. Yep. It was a Peacock original movie. Uh, the audience, fewer than 50 people, 97%. Okay. You want to guess who has the higher score, me or the wife? Ooh. Man, that's tough. It is. I feel like you spoke so highly of it, it's
0: got to be you. But maybe the wife was just really compelled. This is difficult. This This is a hard one. Tougher
1: ones. It is. I'm going to say, because of your scoring, the wife has a higher score. You are wrong. (laughs) (laughs) My wife gave it a seven and a half. Uh I gave it an eight and a half. Nice. That's very cool. I would say this is probably, you know, 7.5 and 8, but that production value and just the amount of care and and all the home footage that also got put in. I was going to say the fact they didn't just glaze over the... The rival company. Correct. It's too important to the story. So I was like, how are they even going to tackle it? Good for WWE. It's probably 15 minutes of the movie talking about that. That's good. Uh, Good. You don't have to go too far, but I mean, you
0: got to acknowledge it. You have to. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. It's not too often we hear a wrestles that's pretty high. It's true. They're not fighting zombies. It's okay, I guess. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a movie. <laughs> 2016, Terrifier.
1: Terrifier?
0: Terrifier.
1: That's a scary
0: clown. It is a scary clown. Art the Clown, to be
1: exact. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not, watch this on September 6 2023. It is one hour and 26 minutes. It is a horror film directed horror. by Damien Leone, starring David Howard Thornton as the aforementioned Art the Clown, Jenna Cannell, and Samantha Scafidi. Sorry, Samantha. The Scafidi. Uh, your summary for this one is a crazy clown stalks and tries to kill three women in a wretched old apartment building on Halloween night. Well, I mean, it's a wretched building. What else are you going to do? Yep, that's fair. So I wanted to watch this movie because of all the buzz... About the sequel. ...of Terrifier 2. I was like, all right, I got to see Terrifier 2, which means I have to watch Terrifier 1. Probably. So I think Art the Clown is cool looking. So let me kind of dive into this, from my put on my effects artist hat here. Yes. Um, the makeup on Art the Clown, the reason it's so compelling and like ter- terrifying to <laughs> look at <laughs> is because there's a lot more going on in Art the Clown than just a clown makeup. Hmm. Art the Clown actually has a pretty awesome prosthetic on his face that morphs the way it looks. It allows him for the big teethy grin. It allows that to happen. Uh, the nose obviously is artificial. It's not just a nose piece like a fake clown would have. The whole thing is a pretty big and chunky prosthetic that's cleverly hidden under that clown makeup. That's cool. Really smart design. I'd say that's easily the best makeup in this film. So I think that the, the way this movie works is very, very gory. It's very over the top. It's just Traditional slasher fare, there's nothing original or interesting here outside of the look of Art the Clown, which again, I think is very compelling and a fantastic makeup. The actual gore effects in this movie are extremely over the top. They're very like... Tetsuo the Iron Man or Ichi the Killer like they're big and gross and (sighs) nasty the problem is that I have with this movie is that a lot of the gore is just banking on the fact that people won't want to see this so Mm. if you're a professional makeup artist or or you're just kind of familiar with a lot of gore or you're into horror movies there's not a lot of care for things like anatomy or bone structure or anything resembling any form of human you know what I mean innards at times it's just kind of like we really need this to happen because it's cool and we're going to ignore the fact that you can't do this really or this couldn't be done in a real world setting so it's a lot of like Halloween latex and like Mm. foam kind of there's not a lot of heft and weight to the effects so as an effects artist I'm not super into the gore because it's very much just like we want this to look gross so we're just going to make it like as quick a cut and as bloody as possible so we can hide the you know what I mean hide the shabbiness under that and hopefully just make people look away, which is, I mean, it's fine. And it's not like they didn't do a, like a hell of a lot of work. It's well, just a budget on this, not, not a whole lot.
1: So this might've been the right move,
0: right? Exactly. Okay. Like I'm not saying it didn't serve the purpose and it fits the, the problem. And the biggest problem is kind of it's a perfect segue is this leads into it is I don't know what the tone is here. I don't know if the tone is supposed to be very over the top towards those Japanese kind of fair, or if this is supposed to be grounded, but the gore is hyper stylized and over the top to make it more disgusting and disturbing. I don't know if this is supposed to be funny. I don't know if this is supposed to be serious or not. And I think that the biggest issue I have with Terrifier as a film is I don't think this movie truly knows what it wants to be Mm. yet. Okay. And apparently, and I won't spoil my review for Terrifier too, but... The reason I was interested is because Terrifier 2 apparently is so markedly well done in that regard. So I was curious Hmm. to see what Terrifier 1 brought to the table. And honestly, it ain't too goddamn much. Dang. Yeah. It's an iconic look. The villain but not, like, it's a sleepwalk of a film.
1: Is it comparable to the Freddy makeup in the second Nightmare on Elm Street that you love? Oh,
0: the witch, like
1: the the Kevin Yeager witch look? Yeah.
0: It's cool. He's so evocative. I mean, you know I have a problem with eyes and teeth. That's, like, my big scary thing. Like, I hate eyes and teeth, and Art the Clown is eyes and teeth. Sure. And Thornton does an awesome job of the physicality under it too, Mm. so good. It's so good. And that kind of, that like a goose style clown with the tiny little hat and everything, they all knew, like it was smartly researched. It was well executed. That was awesome. If everything else was on the level of thought and like the level of provocativeness that Art the Clown is, I think this movie would have been awesome. Dang. Unfortunately, the rest of it's just kind of a sleepwalk of a movie great iconic villain and a movie that I like had no stakes had no interest like I just didn't care and I was just watching like basically look like somebody decorating for a haunted house walk through attraction where it's just like oh there's latex and foam and a lot of red paint
1: Oh. Yeah.
0: is is a bit of a letdown, but it wasn't bad. Okay. Like, I wasn't sad I watched it or anything, but I certainly, the hype around Terrifier 2 got me through Terrifier 1, I'll put it that
1: way. Oh, now I can't wait for
0: your Terrifier 2 review. It's coming. Yes. IMDb gives us a 5.6 out of 10. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 22 critics, 55%. That's higher than I thought. Audience, 1,000 Plus. Plus. 52%. Oh, wow. Well, you're just all in there. Yep. And that's the problem is it's a sleepwalk, right? It's like we're talking mega forgettable outside of how evocative Art the Clown is. And I am with everybody else here. It's a five out of 10. Wow. Super, super forgettable fare.
1: Maybe somebody will pump some money into the next one. And...
0: Right. Exactly. Or it'll find its footing. That was my big hope coming off this one. It's like, please, please, please. The hype is so big on Terrifier 2. Please right. let it find
1: its footing. Well, I have a movie. Oh, well, you do? I do. I like movies. It's a horror. Oh, I like a horror. Sci-fi comedy. I like those, too. All right. It's uh, I have two different years, and there's six years between them. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I think it's 2006's Black Sheep. Oh, Black Sheep. But you not
0: 2006 on the Excel sheet, if that means anything to it you. It
1: doesn't, really, because okay. I don't know. But Sure. This is I the, appreciate that. This is this the is, Sheep th- one. This is, not the to- yes, this is not the Tommy Boy sequel. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i watched this on the 20th of september 2023 it is an hour 27 your genre again horror sci-fi comedy directed by jonathan king starring oliver driver nathan meister and tammy davis your summary an expert in genetic engineering turns harm i thought i said homeless harmless sheep into bloodthirsty killers that terrorize a sprawling New Zealand farm. Yep. Have you seen this one? I have. <laughs> of course you have. <laughs> yep. It's also in college. Uh. Th- yeah. None that, th- everything adds up. Yeah. This movie is not bad. It's not great. It is weird. It is. Um, it is a lot of cool creature effects, a lot of sheep effects. Yes. And you will get humanoid sheep as well, which is a lot of fun. It is. Uh, the effects are great for what they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie knows what it is. It's not trying to be anything too special. No. This is definitely a, a studio, like, let's make this movie and let's aim for the middle and pray we get the high middle. That's right. Uh, and I feel like they're fairly successful. That um, this The one brother, there's about two brothers. The one brother keeps the farm. The other one moves away. He's scared of sheep because of an incident. Nothing gross. People calm down. But he's scared of sheep. It's a weird phobia that he develops after leaving the farm. Has to come back. Deals with his brother. His brother's a jerk that's basically the movie uh, there's a lot of genetic testing and the brother of course is behind it all and he is, he's is got weird scientist characters all over the place some of them are pretty funny Yep. Uh, there's weird uh, animal rights people who are breaking into the farm trying to uh, reveal what is going on and they happen to be right but they're also kind of shitty people uh, you're like man I hope they get stomped on too so uh, <laughs> it is funny to watch people who, who are like oh no, those sheep are coming, and it's just like a gaggle of sheep on the side yeah. of a hill. It's really funny. It is. But I think they do a pretty good job. There are some cool stunts in this. There are trucks being driven off of the side of hills. <laughs> yeah, and that's right, yeah. I was very shocked by what I got from this. It's bigger than you expect. Way bigger than you think. There's some funny moments. There's some silly moments. There's some some genitals being put bit by sheep. And oh yeah. Things like that happen, and it's like, alright, this is this is what I thought the whole movie was going to be, but at least there's some other stuff sprinkled in, to where I'm like, I feel like this was a guy who, uh, yeah, Jonathan King, I feel like he was just like, I like a bunch of things, but I got uh, this buddy who owns a farm. and It's what it feels like. He's like, I'm a really big fan of Peter
0: Jackson, and I really want to do what early Peter Jackson was doing.
1: Yeah. And uh, it definitely feels that way. Yeah. And I think you succeeded, because I wasn't mad I watched it.
0: No. It delivered, I think, more than you would expect if you know what the movie is and like the quick little slug line of what the movie actually is about.
1: Correct. So that's about it. I mean, we don't have to spend a lot of time on Black Sheep, but if you sure. want a different horror movie, by all means. Yeah, I wish this was that
0: glowing with Terrifier. Like, I would I have know. loved that to be my Terrifier review. That's what I was hoping for.
1: But I bet these numbers are comparable. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. IMDb, 5.8. Very close. Rotten Tomato Critics, 96 of them. 72% Oh, that's much higher than Terrifier Much higher than what I was expecting The audience, 25,000 plus went to Black Sheep okay. Thinking it was that other movie uh-huh. uh, 53% Oh, no,
0: just above Terrifier there
1: uh, I gave it a 5.5 because I think that's correct uh-huh. uh, The wife gave it a 6 She had a good time Nice. She loves sheep ripping off people's ball sacks and whatnot that, <laughs> that She loves that shit She loves it Doesn't see it enough in cinema Her Her quote, not mine